Hello there, welcome to Famous Last Nerds, your one-stop pod for all things pop culture. Thank you for joining us again. Uh, it would be pretty remiss of us if we weren't going to do a, a PS5 review based on the, the reveal event that we had last week. Apologies for how long it's taken us to get this done. We did actually try and record one a few days ago and Skype had a complete hissy fit. It sounded like we were running through a vocoder with all kinds of weird effects. So we've had to find a different way of doing it. So again, apologies for the the delay. We did plan on getting this done many days ago and it should have been out by now. It's Thursday. So happy The Last of Us Part 2 Eve to you, Rory. Thanks. Yeah, it is um, a monumental day. I completed my replay last night. You timed that really well. That could not have been better. And I haven't been playing like, obviously, you know, I don't have the time to play, you know, eight hours straight. I can only squeeze in a bit of time here or there. Obviously, young children and uh, zombies eating faces and people shooting you and stuff isn't the most appropriate thing. Um, so headphones and occasional moments on the telly. Um, but it's been great actually replaying it. It's, it's kind of made it all I haven't played it since 2014 is my save file. Um, so, yeah, six years. And I've been really ready for this new game. And the reviews are probably as you'd expect them to be. I, I don't think Naughty Dog really put a foot wrong nowadays, do they, to be honest? They're pretty consistent. Yeah. And th- this seems to go sort of quite well with it being one of our few gaming-heavy things that we've done. I mean, we've we've done literally one or two game reviews in the past, and it's always been things that have really, really struck a chord with us. The only one that I can remember is uh, when we did Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, and which I've it, coincidentally been replaying a little bit of as well, to be honest, on Spider-Man. So I've just been getting a little bit of time in on some of these games that we have discussed in the past because, um, you know, they are big PS4 kind of exclusives aren't they and obviously we both have a switch and you never really got into breath of the wild and then you know uh, i mean i've played ridiculous amount of animal crossing but i'm not going to review it on a podcast (laughs) so it's not really not really the done thing um so yeah it's going to be good to talk about the ps5 and the next gen and obviously everything we saw but obviously when we come round to it we will be reviewing the last of us part two probably in a few weeks time um, yeah. obviously everyone will get in there i've already seen walkthroughs starting to appear online oh, today ridiculous yeah i mean people are just insane do you know what i mean because it, it's it is... all about getting it out first isn't it because if you're yeah. the first video you're going to rack up the views and i think there's something to be said for actually enjoying a game you know i think this this i've not raced through it i've obviously played it a couple of weeks and it's about 20 hours the first game it, it sounds about this new game about 25 to 30 hours you know yeah. give or take so nothing crazy and if i didn't you know have kids i could probably do it in a weekend do you know what i mean but it obviously situation being that it'll probably take me a couple of weeks um you know, maybe three weeks, and I kind of want to enjoy it because I think there's something to be said for there's all the spoilers, all the leaks, all this and the other. And you go near YouTube, you'll get a spoiler, even in the search section, which is an absolute joke. So I'm not going to say anything. Um, I've not watched any spoilers, but it's kind of kind of out there, so it's quite hard. Um, but I just kind of want to enjoy it, really, because I've waited six years, so I don't want to really race through it no. anymore. I mean, I, yeah, I, yeah I, I feel the same about the people that are doing the videos. How much can you be enjoying a game if you're 
focusing on the walkthrough and and the commentary side of things talking over the game rather than just immersing yourself in it and especially something like this which is very very immersive there's horror elements it's very much a survival game and you know you've got to pay attention to what you're doing haven't you so it seems a little bit counterproductive yeah they ramped up the horror elements in the second game i think the ai is obviously a lot smarter um in terms of both the all the kind of um zombie elements the clickers and the 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 runners and the stalkers and all the new people they've added which we don't quite know about yet which scare the life out of me because some of those things are really hard to take down when you've got limited ammo Uh, i i hated the burst in one Oh, the yeah, big, yeah. massive, fat guys that used to take loads bloaters, and loads of yeah, bloaters, that's it. If you've got a, a couple of Molotovs, uh, obviously, I think you got stuck on a couple of sections like I did. The, the, when the bit when I, it, right? when I first played it, the when you go into the, the old school building yeah. and you fall through first the floor and you comes, end up in the, yeah. um, in the basement... Yeah. That was the first time I really, really struggled oh, the ho- with the hotel. With um, the, ammo. the hotel lobby is the one part, is and then the school is quite tricky as well. The hotel lobby is when you fall through the elevator shaft, um, yeah, the lift shaft, and then you you have you have to restart the generator and you've got all the stalkers in there and oh god it's oh yeah with the generator yeah yeah they they were the the two bits when i was really like i i could just give up on this and not give it a second thought well i i used to have that and then having replayed it again i think i'm a little bit more conscious of ammo now I, i would certainly collect a lot more and i'll go into this game collecting everything i can do you know what i mean like all the bits for the upgrades which looks really good in this game um yeah they've so, said yeah. haven't they that ellie's got way more options yeah. for uh, for upgrades now Explosive but without going overboard you know things that are a little bit more useful and she can dodge a lot more so it's going to be a little bit because when i played as ellie in this this time around i did struggle a little bit i was like god i'm going to be awful at this game she, she's so kind of, underdeveloped isn't she because she's, she's a so kid weak. yeah exactly well she's 13 yeah exactly so but, but now in the second game you know she's going to be a lot more grizzled you'd imagine she's going to be a lot physically stronger yeah. a lot more street smart and I just I've watched loads of previews, loads of stuff about it. I think it just looks really, really good. I, I mean, actually saw the TV trailer for the first time oh, yesterday on TV, yeah. and I I was sat in the armchair that can't actually view the TV. Yeah. And straight away, I said to Michelle, I went, "Is that the Last of Us Two trailer?" And she said, "How the hell did you get that?" And I knew it from the <laughs> song because the song was. Yeah. It was really melancholy and dark and atmospheric. I can't even remember what song it is, but it's a cover. It's a, of something. It's a cover. Yeah, it's a cover. And it's yeah. really, it's very Westworldy the way it's being done. And you've got Ellie, like she, she falls, doesn't she? And she runs out of the shop and she's yeah. uh, hiding behind a, a car. And just as the, the advert finishes, she pops out from behind the car and she's just about to shoot this fella. And then it gives in, and already you're thinking, oh, what am I going to do when I get in that situation? I mean, there's a lot of running away and regathering yourself, which I started to do in this game a little in in the last one because I, I kind of realised sometimes it's not about going, fa- you know, full throttle because it doesn't really work in those kind of games. No, I mean you're quite good at you, you said about stealth games and whatnot, and I'm improving 
But in the past, I'm just used to kind of shooting it out a little bit. The games I've And that's played, the thing. You, you, you do it in this, it. and you've got literally 10 bullets in one gun and uh, five in another. And yeah. you, you can't, you've got to be, you've got to make sure that every single and shot unless hits. it's a shot to the head, it's three shots, and you've really only got nine in a clip at max. And it's just like, no, nah, I'm not even going to be able to do it. And you're going to have, apparently going to have hordes and stuff like that in this oh. game. So it's going to be quite interesting how it plays out i'm going to struggle a little bit to get to grips with it i think but i'm going to be really excited about I it. i can see me having many almost rage quit moments yeah but i think these games are worth it because and like you said the story is part of it i don't really do horror games i haven't played like a resident evil game since i was a kid so my, my really, favorite horror yeah. game is um alan wake oh nice so you're i really love yeah. that but that was one i used to play when i was doing shifts so I'd be yeah. playing that at like two or three in the morning and I'd have to play it oh, with um, headphones on. So every single <laughs> movement and sound, you're getting it pumped right into right, your ears. Those, and those it was things. genuine. There was times when I was sat there playing it in the middle of the living room and I was turning around to make sure nothing was behind me because I've just I mean, heard a floorboard really creak. I mean, you're really horror as a genre. So that's a I like funny movie. horror. Yeah. I like proper B-horror movies where you go, oh my God, I can see the zip. Like yeah. Halloween films, they're my favourite horror films because they're so stupid. Well, the first Halloween's got some merit, though, because it's got that amazing score, do you know what I mean? So it gives it a little bit of an edge. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. They are a little bit... Well, they all went off that, that way with H2O and all those kind of popcorn horror movies and Scream to that extent and stuff. So yeah, I kind of do like... I like the post-apocalyptic thing. It's really my one of my main genres, so I'm really excited about this game. I think it's going to be... I, I think it's going to be everything we expect. I do want to go back and then, you know, play the Uncharted series again. Probably skip one, but I think I'll play two, three, and four. Yeah. Um, just I think four in particular. I just kind of miss. I really like their games design and their mechanics, and they're really fun games to play. Do you know what I mean? Whereas The Last of Us is intense, and I think this is going to be even more intense. So, um, yeah, it's going to be quite a stressful experience um to get through and you know when you're trying to squeeze when you're trying to get an hour in a day or two hours or whatever you can you haven't got the time to do the trial and error so you really can't mess it up because yeah. you don't want to be 20 minutes into a massive fight out and then die and have to start all over again that's not much fun so um we're not actually talking about this game which is strange because we've just got massively sidetracked but it's obviously on it's it's on on the way out so we will we will discuss it in a few weeks time and give you a full reveal after everyone else has done it but i think we'll try and do it properly and give it our treatment um what have you been watching otherwise i'm still furloughed so a lot is my answer but you can give me a bit of um, me and michelle have been watching from the beginning future armor because it's been a few years since we watched nice. all of that uh, we finished that last night, so I don't. I haven't really been watching that much, to be honest. I, I think I'm, I'm Transformers. We we'll, we'll maybe boo. talk about Mad Max another day once I've watched Transformers. I'm um, probably going to start watching The Simpsons again on Disney Plus just because I've got it there. Yeah. But other I, than I, that, I've mainly just been um, playing FIFA and Call of Duty, same as last time. But yeah. I, I, hopefully, when Last of Us arrives tomorrow, I'll be that'll be taking up the majority of me me free game in time however yeah. much that is so anyway segueing oh sorry what have you been um i finished parks and rec i think i discussed that maybe last time uh, i've been watching better call soul from the start because i never really got on board without the first season drags like hell but actually it gets really good after that i don't think you've ever seen breaking bad um, nope 
no. So, uh, yeah, if you like that style, which is quite distinct of, of Vince Gilligan, the producer, director, showrunner guy, it's, it's pretty, pretty cool. Um, and, yeah, bits and pieces of other stuff. I'm trying to pick up Community, but it's going to take a while to get into for me i know you love it but some of these comedy shows you've really got to be in the mood for do you know what i mean because i know they're throwaway and once you've watched them once it can be on in the background but i'm gonna to have to try and give that a bit of attention yeah you do because there's some so apple much shows stuff in community that you'll miss yeah i mentioned a couple of apple shows in the past but i've watched defending jacob which is the chris evans um uh, it's a book adaptation quite a famous american book and it's a really good show, actually. Apple Apple really produced shows to pretty high standards. I'm really quite impressed with what they've done so far. So I'm kind of watching most Apple things in between all the other stuff I'm watching. So it's been good. I've caught up on nearly everything I wanted to watch good. Um, from the last few years. And I've still got a bit to go, but I think I'll keep trying. And I was watching Firefly, which I need to finish. Um, that was a lot of fun because I, I always watched the film Serenity and I kind of had watched Firefly on and off but never really I never realized it wasn't like five seasons long it's only like 14 episodes or something so yeah. it's a nice easy watch so yeah lots of good stuff out there um not much new stuff just kind of old yeah hunt stomping ground stuff so yeah but we are here to talk about the big event which was massive i think everyone's been waiting for this for quite a lot of months let's be honest unsurprisingly um, it broke um youtube live streaming yeah. uh, records they've been waiting i mean no obviously it's coming surprise. out end of this year there was a there was a leak today that was rumored i think it was amazon it was amazon france yeah and it said uh, i don't know 500 euros 400 euros for the digital only version and it said 22nd of november um i think everyone thought thought it would be around that point you know october november time um i think when we talked before when the recording failed you kind of pitched it black friday kind of time and that's a week before which makes sense you know christmas period so um so yeah so we we think I mean, if it is that price, I think that's decent. To be uh, that that fits in line with what I've been sort of mentally expecting for 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 my budget. But I, I'm going to be buying the disc version because I I do like to get rid of 100%. games when I've finished with them. So, but if you're not bothered about that, if you buy games and keep them, then 400 quid or thereabouts, you know, 420, 430 for the yeah. the digital version. That is a very very fair price for. You know, well, if we're day getting the one release, of, if we're getting four fifty with it with a disc drive, and it might be probably four hundred, three seventy five, or something digital only, that's really cheap, if you ask me. I I think they console. they've been very sensible. They've maybe sort of sacrificed a little bit of the profit margin to to well, get those people that might they, say it's, it's probably oh. a loss leader. It's probably for they're making no profit because they make the money out of the games, really, yeah, and and the actual commitment to it. You know, like with. A gym membership or and anything like that it's just getting you signed up really and, yeah you know once you commit to the console then you're you're there do you know what i mean so yeah i think they'll make it a, 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 a net you know really or something around that just given what's gone on obviously in the last few months so it'll be good if they make that sensible choice because you look at phones now and a brand new phone samsung iphone whatever can be like 1200 quid maybe, yeah do you know what i mean and i know the tech in there is you know, you're getting a very high level camera and you're getting all the other stuff and your phone is everyone's 
go-to, but you know, PS5 with all that kind of kit in there that they talked about is quite amazing for under 500 quid, no matter what, to be honest. I wondered if they might be shaving a little bit of money off just to try and get those people that are teetering on the edge and thinking, well, I don't know whether to get it now or maybe wait for January and see if I get, you know, an Amazon voucher or something like that and maybe taking, you know, 20, 30, 50 quid off. It might be the difference between getting it now and getting it later because, of course, getting it now makes everything look better because then it's, oh, well, the opening week of sales, they made X number of million. and Yeah. But anyway, the, it, like you say, it it was hugely sought after and it was the first time we actually saw a credible picture of the console there'd been a few leaked rough designs we knew yeah, what the controller looked like but they'd done a really good job of keeping their the cards close to the chest on the actual Which console itself quite amazing in, in this, in day, this and day and age when everything you know when you think you've got the last season of game of thrones you've got whole episodes and scripts being leaked months before when you have footage goes missing from multi-hundred million dollar films, you know, gets taken before the VFX gets done. For them to have not let one single photo or mock-up... Who had the Star Wars script stolen? It was um, Bayega, wasn't it? John Bayega. Yeah. Um, and, you yeah, know, all, all the shit like that. that Tom Holland gets away with where he just goes on talk shows and tells people everything that's happening in the next 10 years. For them to not, not even have a concept drawing get no. leaked they've done a bloody good job and they've reaped the dividends because the reaction to it has been immense i found the oh yeah the it's overall reaction obviously there's the classic um xbox versus sony you know it's just like everything dc versus marvel everything's got a, a you know a, a rival faction and people are slagging it calling it a modem um and all that kind of jazz um i think it looks great to be honest i kind of like that they've gone weird i you know we both said um on chat and stuff that we we prefer in black because it's kind of what we're used to um and i'd still like the design with all the lighting and all that kind of stuff but i think it looks i think it looks great to be honest and i think i've seen it lying sideways and i think it fits quite well but it's a chunky old boy Um, yeah and that they they've made a clear a clear point of of saying it's the size it is because of of cooling that they that yeah, yes they, they could have made it smaller yeah. but there would be serious serious issues with with overheating with all the well, the processing the PS4 power pro is louder than the ps4 i've got because everyone talks about it being a jet engine i think the pros had a real issue with being monumentally loud when you're playing a quite high tech game or high well that, that's um, probably what they've learned from yeah. You know, if we're going to pump a load, and, and it's what you'd expect, isn't it? If we're going to pump a load more tech into it, yes, we've got to allow more more space for, for ventilation and cooling. So, I mean, it the one thing I was worried about was it being ugly, and it is definitely not ugly. Like you've said, I really like the, the subtle um, lights that they've got around it for the highlights. It looks really, really classy. It's actually quite understated. And saying yeah, it looks like a router, crazy. well, it could look far worse than looking like a router. Yeah, any any kind of tech kit or design box is going to look like something. Do you know what I mean? Because it's a piece of technology. Do you know what I mean? So I kind of like that it's not all black. The PS4, I like the look of. The PS2 was obviously a very uh, kind of classic looking console. 
Um, and they've just gone for something slightly more modern. I think the PS3 was the real kind of outlier because it was an ugly beast. Yeah, it was a, um, especially when they started doing the redesigns and that it got really, really odd. It was ugly as hell that thing. Which which was was it PS2 where you could turn the logo? Yeah, the PS2 and loads yeah, of people like had that for years and didn't even realise that when you stood it up oh, on I its end that. you could turn it. I thought that was a classic uh, nod to, yeah, I remember that really well. But, uh, you know, I've always kind of liked the PS designs. They've never been too too flashy. The Xbox has generally been quite just a box, really. Do you know what I mean? There's never yeah. really gone out. And the new one they're doing is basically just a big box. I don't really know the full size or scale of it because I don't think we've got that interpretation. But it basically looks like a desktop, doesn't it? So Supposedly. Just... Well, yeah, they seem to be going more for PC, PC. casing. Inter- <laughs> but again, that's in terms of the design to give it more room inside for um, for movement of air. Yeah. I just like that it's a bit weird looking. And I know it juts out a bit with a disc drive, but I still kind of like it, to be honest. And so at the end of the doesn't... day, in most places, like mine is going to be behind the TV, either in the living room or in our bedroom. So I'm it, not going to see it. TV unit. Yeah, I, I'll see it, but I don't care really what it looks like that nah. much. But I like that they've... And the, I, I mean, for me, the big thing is the controller. Cause I think it looks great. I love, yeah. love the designer controller. Um, they obviously ran a bit of a thing about what the controller does, so it's got some kind of Nintendo-style movements in there with what it can do. I think it'll probably connect well with the um, the moving forward when they're going to push VR a lot in the future, but I'm not really asked about that personally. But I think you know, you've got to consider that in this day and age. Um, some of the yeah. stuff they've done is really cool, where it's actually got a built-in speaker. Uh, sorry, a built-in yeah. microphone now to go yeah, with the speaker. Yeah, built-in mic. It's got a USB um, port, I think, on the on the controller, which is quite cool because it opens up some options. Obviously, people record everything nowadays. You know what I mean? So they've yeah. got to consider all that. And that, kind of that's stuff. probably something that they're thinking about. It's going to make like integration with things like Twitch. You'd imagine a yeah. little bit easier. So. Yeah, because that's this day and age. I mean, when we're talking at the, the heads up about you know people already releasing walkthroughs for a game that's releasing tomorrow officially, do you know what I mean? It's like people. It's, need it's big this business. Stuff. You know, yeah, some people's living business. depends on on getting these things out there. So. Oh, it's made me a bit sick during lockdown because I've started to realise Jacob obviously has a, a certain amount of YouTube. I mean, his big thing is really Minecraft, and he follows a few people on YouTube and this and the other. And I've figured out some of these guys earn like ten million a year. Oh and yeah. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's like how how do you earn that much money just for talking about a game? Um, but I guess it works. You know what I mean? You've got to appeal to your demographic, and people are very good at it. And some of the production values on these YouTube show stuff is really good. But I mean, Christ, it's it's a whole industry in itself now. And I'm not trying to sound like a granddad, but I never really. I always thought it was a bit of a bubble. Do you know what I mean? I didn't think people could actually earn a yes, viable that. living out of this stuff. But you or know. certainly not that level of you know no. lucrative living out of it. I I thought the same. I'm amazed it's stuck around as long as it has, but yeah. it's clearly not going anywhere anytime soon. So I, and I we need to get it with going it anywhere anytime soon. Do you know what I mean? I, I just don't. Yeah, yeah I, I think you know it's it's a popular thing. You can see it in my kids' generation. You know, I know it's to say you know we we laughed a bit about doing a podcast on Animal Crossing earlier. I did, but people are doing you know doing their villager hunts where they go off and try and find their dream villager and people watch that stuff do you know what i mean like my little girl will watch that stuff it's it's what people are into so it's quite remarkable what sells you know quite established gamers playing animal crossing because they know the market's there for people to come and watch it so um yeah it's an interesting marketplace um and it's interesting to see it through my eyes and my kids eyes because that generation 
obviously you'll get that in a few years but my kids are now of the age where that's a big thing and they're influenced by these things do you know what I mean yeah. so it does what it says on the tin really so yeah like we said it's a big thing for gamers but it's also a big thing for the industry do you know what I mean so it, this reveal is, is quite interesting how it's done down I've listened to a few podcasts here and there and listened to some stuff so I think people have discussed the console and all the gear and stuff but we we said when we kind of had a failed recording last time that ultimately we don't we don't really care what it does as long as it looks good and plays good because that's yeah. what we care about you know I, I don't care quite if it's got slightly higher power than the xbox or it's got different specs than what it can play on a, a pc that you built by hand lovingly and you've got all this money do you know that's great for you but for me coming home from work or getting an hour or two or whatever getting a free weekend if i ever get one i kind of want something i can just pick up and play and it'd be good do you know what i mean like i yeah. don't really need the difference and we said before we don't have tvs that are 92 inch and full, full we know full hd to the max you know what i mean like i've, I've got a decent tv and a decent setup but it, I, don't, I i wouldn't notice the difference in pixel frame rate no. by i'm not one of these guys so for me if they're getting the right games and they're getting the right you know um exclusives and whatnot that's kind of what i care about and the direction that they've been going since the ps4 began with all these great studios like insomniac and and obviously Naughty Dog being, you know, a regular producer and um, obviously the other people they've kind of picked up along the way is the right direction for me as a gamer. Um, so I'm really excited and some of the games that we saw at this this show were, were really quite exciting, to be honest. Yeah, and that that's definitely more our thing, isn't it? We're far more concerned with content over anything else. Yes. So the, the, the obvious thing to do is to jump straight into the uh, into the games list then. Should we should we start with some of the smaller ones and then yeah let let's start ones? off with the small ones before we, should start, we start with the small lyrical? list um, bug snacks <laughs> not really mm. uh, we'll gloss over that um, that was though randomly who made that original game um, oh there was a really bizarre game on the PlayStation three or four um, that the producers made and it's kind of comedy looking but it just looks absolutely bizarre so there's a few games like that that I saw okay they're kind of pitching. You know, like Astro's Playroom, which again means nothing to me, but apparently it's a good VR game on the PS4. Do you know what I mean? Like the best VR game, but you know, we wouldn't have played anything like that. No. So it, it doesn't really appeal to us. Um, and but it's not like, supposed to. No, exactly. But obviously, you know, they've got to pitch at the other markets as well. Um, Godfall, again, a kind of nothing y looking role playing melee you know slasher kind of game do you know what i, I, mean? so I thought that looked good because i actually don't mind uh button smashing games like that the weirder the I better i don't really for me. play rpgs so much um they're not i don't have the time to sink into them do you know? i don't think you've played witcher either have you and that's i've still not played it now but i, I do I keep me into it's just a no it's one of those games that i'm gonna have to put so much time into it and i just don't see the point in saying i'm gonna get the no. game and then not play it no um and kind of working through i mean hitman doesn't do a lot for me personally i mean i did play the i think Hitman one maybe back in the day um and i did like it this one i kind of like the direction they're going for but this was just a cinematic trailer wasn't it so yeah got no kind of sign of gameplay or what it would be like and then obviously there was a big push on the gta uh, grand theft Auto 5 
being free on this version and whatnot but i kind of think how is that still going is it 10 years old now or it feels like it maybe five years old six years old i can't believe that's still a thing do you know what i mean but well, i, I said to you on the failed recording time. to me that gta will always be the ps2 it, it just doesn't seem like a next gen concept it, it yeah, seems really weird still... that it just keeps coming back do you not did you play five um some kicks out of it or not oh sorry gta yeah sorry, sorry you thought we were yeah. talking about gran turismo no 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 ding bat yeah oh GTA. yeah i loved gta 5 yeah. i was saying that's still going which is quite a shock to me but at the same time it's still the biggest game around isn't it yeah we'll sorry got cheese in my ears or something <laughs> that's all right yeah we can talk oh i mean gran turismo i think we can both throw away i think it looks excellent but i'm not a driving guy anyway. nah me not either my, not my era the last uh, driving game i played regularly was probably one of the the many many need for speed games and you pick up a need for speed game and it's the same as yeah. eight others so that i mean they are the epitome of throwaway games for me yeah exactly um one of the kind of smaller indie game indie games that did actually catch my attention is kind of Zelda-esque is is the Bridge of Spirits game, which I mean that's not for you, but obviously I've got a nine year old who is quite big on that type of game, and it's yeah. kind of got me back into those kind of imagination world games. Um, I thought that looked really good, but only. I don't know. It cross. It looks a bit like a Pixar film. Do you know what I mean? These these games look so realistic in terms of the animation, the way they're drawn, and the way they're built. And I kind of like the Japanese element of it. So I was quite impressed with that. Along with that game called Little Devil Inside, which I don't know if you remember now. After I, a week. I genuinely am not. That's not ringing any bells. It must, so it clearly did so resonate with me. So that's another RPG um, looking game, but it had that kind of cartoon design, and it had the guy taking a dump on the toilet. But it was kind of humour built into so, you know, it. Why again, the hell don't I remember something like yeah, that? Yeah, it was quite funny. Um, it looks quite unique, and and I really kind of like the design of it. But again, they're kind of not things that I think are pitched at you. I mean, my kid wouldn't. He he plays a Switch, but I think the PlayStation's still a bit of a step up because it, it's a it's a different experience you know what i mean it's it, the game design is different so if there are games that would appeal to him then i might look at that when i eventually invest in a ps5 but um you know these kind of games aren't really our audience no um, the same can be said like you said for gran turismo and nba because i've not played oh, an NBA game <laughs> that is so that long. is probably one of the only games because I, I i wasn't able to watch the stream live so i caught it the next okay. day and that is one of the games when I was just pressing forward on me uh, on my keyboard because yeah. there are few things in life I care less about than NBA or NFL or NHL Madden. games. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you could not pay me to play those games. Yes, um, I used to as a youth, but that's a long way back. The, the, the last basketball game I remember playing and enjoying was NBA 2K12, I think. Yes. So like that, that just goes to show. Yeah, I mean, I've not played a FIFA game for years, mate, I'll be perfectly honest, because I kind of just lost interest. You know, um, I know they're still good, but I just kind of lost interest. Well, it's just the same game every year. All exactly. they do, uh, at FIFA 20 is the first game I've played in about five, regularly in about five or six years. Yeah. And people that play every year basically say to me that all they do every year is remake the game, but try and find some tiny, tiny little thing to go, ah, yeah, but now we've got this to justify yeah. going ah 50 quid 
But yeah, I mean, as you've hinted to several times there, they they did a really good job with the event of not just making it about hardcore gamers, huge titles. They did have a so bit a of something of in there in for there. everything. Yeah, I think there was a good bit of indie in there. There was a bit of nostalgia in there. Obviously, the sport thing is a, is a commonplace drop because, you know, PS5 will sell people that want to pick up NBA. You know, well, EA games up... make huge amounts of money, so they've got to at least sort of mention it in, in passing. Yeah, as I said, there was a, a touch of nostalgia. There was an odd world game in there. Um, I played, was it Abe's Odyssey? Abe's Odyssey was, was fantastic. PS1. Yeah, I think, and, and it was a great game, man. Really imaginative, really fun, quite tricky, puzzle-solving kind of side-scroller. I thought it was a really unique game at the time, which looked good at the time, and, and it's kind of held up quite well, to be honest. And this looked amazing. Like, they've really put a lot of work into this. So it, It's going to be interesting to see how they modernise it, rather, hopefully, rather than just going, well, Abe's Odyssey worked all those years ago. Let's just, yeah. you know, jazz up the graphics and hope that we can do the same. I mean, yeah, presumably I it's going to be a lot more 3D, like, all-round gameplay, like, you know, when Mario started shown. going. Yeah, there was a bit of gameplay shown rather than just a, a trailer, and it, it, it did look good, actually, to be honest. I mean, it's one of those things, will I pay for it? Would I pay full whack for it? Probably not. That I think um, I said that on Twitter, because I was basically doing, like, a not exactly yeah, a live tweet, but I, I was yeah, doing yeah. A, a tweet storm about it. And I said it's the kind of game that I would love to play, but probably more when it comes out on PS Plus. I I could not see me paying 40, 45 quid for a game like that because to me it just doesn't feel like value. Yeah, exactly. Um, the other thing they've thrown in there, Sackboy, A Big Adventure, which was Little Big Planet, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Kind of of that. Again, it's kind of pitching at the Mario end of the market. I don't think they'll ever have the imagination of a, an Odyssey, do you know what I mean? Or a Mario 64. I think Nintendo just have that really well plus, up that marketplace. Plus Sackboy's you know. become one of those characters that's kind of become, in the way that Mario is synonymous with Nintendo yeah. and Sonic is synonymous with Sega, Sackboy has become one of the the icons of, of the PlayStation games. So they need to get it, it did look one good. or two games yeah. out per generation. Yeah, and it does look good, don't get me wrong. It's just, again, it's not what I would be buying a console for. No, but again, again it, it looks like a PS Plus game. Yeah. Like what one in the future yeah. that you could do or that you'll see heavily discounted at, I don't know, Christmas or over the summer and you'll go, yeah, 20, 25 quid, that's not bad, but I can't see you walking into like game or something and going, wow, Dropping 50 quid, quid, it's just, quid. It, no. it, it, it's not got that feel, but some kids might. Because games like that well, seem to have huge amounts of replay value, and kids might look at that and go, "Yes, that's what I want to be playing every day for the next three months when I come in from school." Yeah, exactly, and and that's what we, you know, I think it's surprising how young a market is there for, you know, obviously we picked up. I mean, what age we we've talked about this in the past. Obviously, Mega Drive was my first kind of console post Amiga, um, and you had the SNES. But, I had the NES. Know, NES was my first NES. console. I'm old, yeah, old school. Um, and I went on and then had a Nintendo 64 probably when I was an early teenager, I guess. Um, 12, 13, and I used to save up my money for it. Do you know what I mean? For games on that. Um, I don't know, games were about 28 quid then, I think, something like that. 30 quid. They still haven't gone up a vast amount of money in 10 years after they, to be honest, 20 years. So, um, But 
you know, I guess the kids do start at 11, 12 picking up these kind of consoles. You know, the Switch is kind of a slightly younger. Cause yeah, the Switch is in its own little it. league, isn't it? It's not yeah, exactly. It's not a serious console, but it's not a handheld. No, it's, it's kind of... But then, you know, I know you didn't get out. into Breath of the Wild, but my little boy playing a game like that, do you know what I mean? And completing a game like that takes some technical ability. Well, oh, yeah. Some, and it's, it's, it's like... a lot of effort into it. And it, that that is probably one of the games that's like a precursor to a proper yeah. console. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, you do, you can see the natural progression. You're grooming him to be a future gamer. Well, and my daughter, yeah, because she suddenly kind of wants a Switch light of her own and Woo-hoo. wants to play Animal Crossing and various other bits and pieces on the Now you just need to get the wife into it and then you can have family gaming sessions well, where you don't speak to each other for a whole yeah, afternoon. Yeah, well, that sounds great. That's um, the dream. <laughs> <laughs> um, in fairness, Laura's a bit of an old school Mega Drive fan. So, yeah, so there's a bit of a Sonic kind of element in there and bits and pieces. So, yeah, it is something with gaming. Like Everyone's got a bit of a generation when they played games and it's just whether that sticks or not. Um, we've talked about it in the past that it's now quite trendy but you now when we gamed as kids it was kind of still on the periphery a little bit now obviously well, it's when like i used to play the nez and the snes yeah. it was not cool no it was not cool at all it's just one of those annoying things that stuff that we did when it was lame is now cool and everyone thinks you're a, a bloody trendy hanger Hipster. on it's like mate i've been playing games for longer than you've been alive yeah Exactly. Because I am now officially grumpy old your, gamer, your, man. Your streams or your YouTube channel that yeah. we ever make and we can barely You and your twitching, you bastard. I know, exactly. Um, we're not that we're bitter or anything. Um, but oh, I'm know. I'm horrendously bitter that no one's paying me millions of pounds is, to play games. I'm it doing it for free like a I've trunk. had a lot, of, a lot of time watching bits and pieces now and, and kind of getting into the grips of YouTube and crisis, the whole industry, but there's such a mix in there. Eurogamer I've kind of picked up bits and pieces and there's a guy who's a bit older and I think he's quite senior and then he's got a slight, a couple of younger guys and, and girls who do different streams and stuff and you can tell the way it's pitched it's like an empire I mean? yeah you can just tell that he just seems like he's 10 years 15 years older than all these other people i just wonder whether he feels completely out of place or not. <laughs> the way you're describing it it sounds kind of sad <laughs> Yeah, it sounds it like the thing you'd look bit. at it and you'd go, Aww. But he's probably in charge of that company making a ton of money. Oh, God, yeah, I'm sure he doesn't know. give a shit if we if, if anyone calls him sad because it fact is, if he's making his money from doing that, who's yeah. laughing? I just think if if we're doing, if, say, we set up a YouTube channel, like, it will never happen. But say you do that, in five years' time, you know, you're over 40 doing a YouTube channel. It's like, Jesus, that's, you know, sadly, we are the wrong age. Of this and especially you with the kids of your age, because then your kids would be of the age where you would be so oh, lame. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And you would never live that down. They would not speak to you. You'd no, have to no. move out. It's bad that these are documented. You know, they can eventually listen to my awful podcast and go, Dad, this is so embarrassing that you're talking about gaming in the 90s. You know wow, I mean? Stu's language really is bad. <laughs> it's bad enough that your dad listens and hears me say all these things. I know, but you've toned it down a little bit in recent times, I think. Maybe that's why we lost our listenership. Maybe I, I actually think, as much as I didn't want it to, fatherhood has oh, tamed my it. swearing. I bet it has. To well, be you heard me like... before, I said dingbat. You did. Because I'm, when, when I'm trying to not swear around Lucy, I'm having to say things that I wouldn't normally say. So it's I'm amazing, coming out with right? numpty and dingbat and wazzock and things like that. I around the kids. So I guess in the workplace, I'm probably dreadful because I don't swear around the kids. Do you know what I mean? You've so got to let it out somewhere. Otherwise, you'll um, explode. It's not no, healthy to not swear. 
That's why I run and, and probably swear on my runs. In my head, <laughs> Just run past <laughs> someone and mumble under the breath so you think you're a Tourette's. psychopath. Do you know what I mean? It's fine. Um, but that's what you need to do. You need to get it out of your system. Yeah. So, um, anyway, we're off topic. So what even were we talking about? I think like these generation is obviously different in terms of the games they're going to pick up. Um, obviously, it was a PS3 game, I think, Little Big Adventure, Little Big Planet. So there might be a certain audience for those kind of games and it did look good um and then there's quite a lot of indie games in between do you know what i mean like there was um some quite surprising what was that weird one with the cat oh stray yeah Yeah, the whole thing was literally just a cat in this world of robots a cat finding your way back to the owner you play as a cat um i don't want to play as a cat i want to play as a dog god damn it cat with a backpack yeah i know i kind of thought it looked pretty cool but again the backpack does look pretty cool because as soon as you put a backpack on an animal you're thinking oh he's got a backstory yeah yeah um i'll probably end up bloody buying it just because it's a fucking animal game i i didn't ask you this but you know last of us part two how are you gonna handle the dog situation um same as i do with everything blissful ignorance good put it this way it never stopped me skinning everything that moved in red dead michelle on the other hand if she sees me killing dogs and stuff there might be divorce proceedings in my future yeah yeah you might have to be careful with that um she would have my character die rather than kill computer dogs there's a cut scene in last of us uh the first one it skips from um autumn to winter and it's yes. a bunny getting arrowed and grace kind of walked in at that opportune moment but didn't catch it and i was really relieved because we have a rabbit and i think that kind of thing would be quite hard that's a bit to... close to home yes um i don't tell my kids that i've eaten guinea pig in peru just because we have guinea pigs and that would go down like a lead balloon yeah because um... they think you were just fattening them up for christmas dinner or something <laughs> exactly i mean there are pests um but no only joking um it's one of those things um that you just have to keep these things away from your children and potential obviously on your situation your wife so yeah i just didn't know whether you could separate yourself because it is oh i can it's apparently quite brutal but it's just a pixel at the end of the day but it's part mean? of the so, immersion isn't it yeah exactly and i'm getting hunted by those things so i'm gonna have to take some steps to not get killed by a dog well yeah it's kill or be killed isn't it as much as i love dogs i'm not willing to die to become one's meal so no you know i do have boundaries i think it'll happen a few times i must admit because they look really sniff you out um some of the indie games looked quite interesting something called solar ash um i can't remember who picks who developed that one but it looked really cool um it's uh oh anna perna who've done some good stuff in the past actually i saw some of that work i think i played a couple of their games um just these surreal really vivid a lot of them look quite japanese kind of inspired these games um and returnal which is a bit like it's a bad name but it's looked like edge of tomorrow that film that just it's like groundhog day but on an alien planet you know we just keep returning to the same moment of the day when you crash land on an alien planet that Um, looked really really cool i was well in for that yeah it did look cool i i think those kind of games um i think it's a capcom game actually which is weird uh, but it's not out for a good while but it actually looks that that was a 2022 one i think yeah which you can see why because the graphics looked absolutely incredible yeah so that's going to need some serious polishing yeah it did i mean a few of these games did look like rough and ready i mean project ithaca yeah yeah so that's a 
that's uh, um, Square um, development, so it looked a bit Final Fantasy in, in places, but it looked really good. Um, a lot of people thought it might have been in Zero Dawn when it first dropped initially because of the landscape and the way it yeah, was built. Yeah, I can, I can I mean? see so, that. Because um, I, I but, knew that Horizon was was obviously coming up, which we will of course be talking about. Yes. And every time a new game started, I was going, "Is it? it no, it's not." Oh, and when that one started, I was going, yeah. "Oh, oh, is it? Oh, fuck! It actually isn't." Yeah. So it was a bit of a uh, bit of a false start. It was a bit, but it looked really good, man. It looked a little bit of a cross between, obviously, that and then a bit of Tomb Raider, kind of modern Tomb Raider style in there. So, and obviously a little bit more. Um, and I love those yeah. modern Tomb Raider games. They have been so much fun. They're they're one of the only games I've actually played on both PlayStation I really and Xbox. Have. I did really. I know the second one was the, the second version, the more recent one was good, but the one before I thought was really good. I mean, really, really good. I think they got the realism just right. I think they pitched it really well. I think the fact she gets hurt, the way she the grows way she as dies, well. Man. So so you start yeah. off. Yeah, and do. she's a little yeah. bit crap. She's a, a bit too moral when she's trying to kill yes. people. And she's a bit weak when she's using the bow. But then as the game goes on, she gets stronger. She gets more ruthless, more able to, to do things. Her climbing gets better. And it just seems yeah. very, very realistic for what you'd imagine You know, it would be like in the real world. It's not like, oh, I've crash landed on an island. Oh, look, yeah. I can climb up this cliff face really easily. It's and that's why very and good. that's why I'm quite happy that you've got publishers and developers like Naughty Dog that just push these other studios. Do you know what I mean? Because it's it's a bit like modern films that get pushed by other you know, things come out like the Bourne franchise came out and James Bond kinda of went, Hold hold on, we're we're really dated here, so we're gonna yeah. have to push a little bit forward and make these kind of modern, you know, um kind of different style of action and the handy cams and all that kind of jazz. And I think that's what happened with Tomb Raider. They went, oh, look at Uncharted. That's massively popular in The Last of Us, you know what I mean? Where people grow and develop and they're harder. And we'll do a bit of a kind of reset and go again. God of War has obviously taken that tact as well. Yeah. Um, and it's important because you need, you need that people pushing each other because you get these better games, basically. You get better rounded game and i do i kind of waiting to see what happens with tomb raider and if they get it right because i think the second one was good but not quite as good as you'd expect it got a bit dull um but I, i'm hoping for good things when they they reboot onto this next next um generation again so um, yeah funnily enough i was just about to say that's one of those games that i will be very much keeping an eye open for yeah. if and when it you know, the the fourth game comes out or they decide to do another reboot or a spin-off or something, or just anything, if it's the same people, but they do another, you know, a different franchise yeah. or start a whole new trilogy, but keep the same engine and the same the same. It's not feel. going away anytime soon. There's going to no. be another Tomb Raider film being made. Tomb Raider will, will always be, be around because yeah. it's just, it's a huge franchise. You just need to make sure that as with Assassin's Creed, they don't oversaturate by releasing a new game every single year. Yeah, I always hoped Assassin's Creed would slow down and stop that because it just it, it just isn't necessary. I think there's you know there's not enough time in between. I think Ubisoft's approach is just that, isn't it? It's just um, go off um, volume sometimes, and obviously they make pretty good quality, but it's just a little bit like Jesus. It, it's very much we, it's we're going to release a game every twelve months, deal with it, and I'm glad that they've stopped that now and they've yeah. they've relaxed a little bit and they've sort of said, well, we might do two games or three games in three years, but then we might sit off for a couple of years, let it consolidate, release some 
some DLC. And that's another thing I'm I'm going to be looking forward to. We've obviously got Assassin's Creed Valhalla coming out. I yeah. can't wait to see what, maybe not Valhalla, but what the next Assassin's Creed game will look like on on the PS5 because they are they have always got some of the best graphics and gameplay and especially now they've gone more role playing game. I said to you I was super psyched to go to Istanbul and go to what it's called Galata Tower, which is one of the famous towers that you, you climb up in the game that was set in uh, Constantinople, obviously, you know, Istanbul of, of, of the old. And it was great because it's like, Christ, they've really, really mapped this world out. You know, they are just amazing at making those cities just come to life, you know, and it's, it's, it is great. I haven't played an Assassin's Creed game properly for a while. I did play Syndicate. Um, and I know you're obviously big, big into them still. It's your oh, yeah. it, it's game, like so. my, probably my number one gaming think, franchise at me, the moment. Uncharted and, and Tomb Raider is a little bit more on my spectrum in, in terms of my style, but I, I do really love uh, those games. I think they, you know, but I do, I do think they need to slow down um, and just kind of consolidate a little bit. But Valhalla will be great, I'm sure, because they, they're pitching at the right kind of, it's the right sometimes they're not quite the right you know genre it's you know i didn't really like syndicate for being british and didn't really fit that well i kind of like it when they go rome or they go do you know what i mean i don't know Ezio was good wasn't it back in the, the day the only so, yeah. the only assassin's creed game i haven't really enjoyed was rogue and that was because they did a stupid move if they released two games at the same time yeah one for the 360 and the ps3 and then one for the ps4 and the xbone and it just didn't work because what nobody. Was the, what was P, what was Assassin's Creed Three? Was that um, kind of North American? Yeah, Three was with uh, Connor. Yeah, it wasn't that? That's that a lot of people's least favorite. It's actually one of my favorite ones because that was when they really started polishing the combat, and it you had good. the tomahawk and that. It played good, but I just didn't really like the character, and the character does is important in those games. I mean, you do need yeah. to root. For that, the that they will never top, no matter what they do. They will never come close to topping Ezio. No, they won't. And I've I've they got won't. all those games for the PS4 that I still haven't touched. I've got the Ezio trilogy. Then I, which so that's two um, Brotherhood and Revelations, yeah. and then I've got the remastered version of Assassin's Creed Three, which was a free download with one of the last two. I forget whether it was Origins or yeah, um, t'other one. So yeah, it'd be interesting what they do on the next kind of where they go with it. To be honest, but um, it'll be a obviously this generation release, but then it'll be ported over to the next one. So I yeah, think you'd think so as it usually does. But um, yeah, we'll see what they've learned from those games, and hopefully then they slow down. And because I, I do want to see them working on other titles as well, because I know they do, but I think their big bulk is always assassin. That that's really the thing. Really, they so. they are really sort of backing themselves into a corner, and I've seen it's other people say the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Other people have said the same. You know, these games are great, but is there nothing else on the plate? Yeah, exactly. I think that's what we were saying a little bit before. It's it's good because you know Naughty Dog went, okay, we know you love Uncharted and we love making them, so we'll keep developing them. But we're kind of done now for a while, and then they're doing the same with The Last of Us, where they went, look, we could have stopped at one, but we we had a story we wanted to tell. And yeah, it was worthwhile, exactly. which it looks like it is, um, and made the right advancements. But then they're kind of done. Obviously, Druckmann's going over to work on a TV show with HBO, and I think 
you know that's you know his his dream to do that so it's going to be interesting um where they go as a as a publisher because you know last of us was a new franchise and it's good when studios kind of go look we want to make something new rather than just keep going back to the old um a lot of the things we talk about are quite uh, sequels and whatnot and we're happy about that but sometimes it's good to have fresh property do you know what i mean so it's it's interesting where these studios go um bethesda i've done a couple of things uh they have done death loop which was that kind of 60s inspired assassins game again it was you jump back every time you die so it's a little bit like a loop game again um clue the title really but i thought it looked really good it was one of the coolest looking trailers i thought the gameplay looked really cool kind of reminded me of time splitters i don't know if you ever played time splitters not for a long long time no, yeah, but back did. in the day yeah um kind of slightly edgy comedy-esque first person do you know what i mean not quite you know the, the violence is there but it's done in a kind of like off kilter way do you know what i mean so it's not quite as take itself seriously as call of duty and that kind of thing so yeah. um i thought it looked really fun i thought the title sequence was really cool um it's an interesting project um because just reading up on it they they were working on a game that literally was um a co-op where I think there was two people doing simultaneous things and it had to be done online and you had to basically outwit the other person every time. And it was just that. It wasn't a solo campaign. It wasn't... Is that not? Is that the Prison Break thing? Something like that, yeah. Because there was a game that me and, me and a mate of mine wanted to play that, but it was... Maybe not that. There's something like that, but Bethesda were working on it and it got scrapped entirely, I think. Um because it was a dream of making something like that and, and then obviously it looks like it might have evolved into this or something like that so it, it's interesting that there was a real like niche game and it probably wouldn't have appealed to the mass market um they what did they do on the last on this generation um <sighs> dishonored was their bigger game yeah of recent times and so it looks a bit in that style. So I know those games were pretty popular, but I think they struggle a little bit to break into the mainstream. Do you know what I mean? All I want of... them to do is just get their fingers out and give me a goddamn next generation Skyrim sequel. Did you play Skyrim? I, I okay. put in yeah. about 200 hours on Skyrim and I wow. bought all the DLC. It's wow. the single longest game I've ever played. I've put more time into like Mass Effect and Assassin's Creed games overall, but yeah. 200 hours just on that one game. Wow. And I would literally play it for like three or four hours. And it's like we've said about Red Dead. All I would be doing was hunting. And then I'd go back to my house once the, um, was it, it was Hearth, Hearth Home or Hearth Fire or something. Right. You were able yeah. to build houses. So you'd literally go hunting and just get crap to put in your house. And it, they just made it more addictive. Yeah. But they're taking their time because they know, as with you know The Last of Us and with GTA Five, they know how long it's going to take them to get it right. So you know it might be another four or five years before anything even leaks out about that. But yeah, you'd, you'd assume they've got to be thinking something for the PS Five. They they've been away yeah. from Skyrim, well, from Elder Scrolls for far too long. They have been away for a long time looking at the, the details. Yeah, it's been quite a while. Um, so the big two, really, um, we've kind of run through all the indies. I thought, you know, obviously they did drop a couple of big titles, which we'll talk about, but I thought they all looked really interesting. I, I like that they're all pitching things at different 
markets and um, obviously demon souls as well i'll mention i never played demon souls it was one of the most frustrating games of all time apparently it's one of those extremely hard extremely hard games where you die every every 30 seconds but um I think it was it PS3. I think it was a PS3. Graphically, game, so it, it looks yeah. insane. I was it watching a side by side of the original yeah. versus this, and my god, have they polished it? Yeah, it looks great. I love that big armored guy um, with the sword and the oh shield. god, yeah, he's huge. Yeah, it looks really cool. I never played the original, so I think snap. So I've, just, like you, I've got no things. frame of reference. I'm just so. I've been trying to play Sekiro, which is one of those. Um, I think Dark Souls um, published a team, and it's so hard. And those samurai games and those kind of style of games are just impossibly difficult. Yeah. I probably rage quit. That's the problem. I, I just find them extremely. Oh, everyone likes a bit of a rage quit. It builds character. I, I know, but I don't do it too much, and I don't really like games that force me to struggle that much. I, I like no, because it just games. takes away the enjoyment, doesn't it? You want yeah. you don't want a game to be piss easy but you don't want a game to make you feel like an absolute dick because you keep dying because what's my incentive to keep playing yeah yeah exactly um the other game as well briefly um was resident evil village which that looks amazing yeah i nearly shit myself just off the trailer (laughs) let alone the actual game it looks fun because of the uh, obviously you've got the wolfman, got the you know uh, werewolf character and all that kind of style. I think it looks it looks good, but as I said, those kind of games really I struggle to play them. I don't get much enjoyment out of horror games. Um, that said, I think The Last of Us kind of crosses over enough for me to you know what I mean and enjoy it. Um, but that yeah, that's a survival game with horror elements, isn't it? It's not a horror game where yes. Res Evil is. It's a game designed to scare the shit out of you. Exactly. Exactly. But it looks great. I like what they're pitching at. I think it's going to be really popular. Obviously, it's made a bit of a renaissance, doesn't it? Because they did the remastered versions of yeah. what, 1, 2, and 3 now. So they're going really popular. I never played 4 originally, but everyone says that's one of the better Resident Evil games, or the best, really. So I'm interested what they do with this stuff. But it's, it's still popular, man. These things. Oh, yeah, it's still making money. And still makes money. So It's one of those yeah. franchises, as soon as some people see Resident Evil. They'll, they'll buy it because it's just a franchise that they know and love and we yeah. might not be in there but there's tens of thousands of people oh, who yeah. will be all over that i mean yeah. i would i would quite quite like to check it out just because it it really looked good and yeah, graphically it, it looked fantastic i'm guessing that guy that turned up at the end is he's, in some he's, he's kind famous. of famous character or, yeah he's a regular you could, you could tell there. based on the fact that he was like the post credit scene that that was meant to be one of those things that the long-term fans would be like oh my god it's whatever the yes. hell his name is exactly um so i think we've rattled through a lot of those um there's a lot of good stuff on show the big ones were probably the the opener um which is is spider-man miles morales um I still kind of don't know if it's a sequel or a. Um, I'm thinking they the they've pitch, confirmed the it. It's basically a stopgap. It takes place a year after the first game. Yeah. Where Miles has had some level of training from Peter. It is not Spider-Man Two. That's why it's called Spider-Man Miles Morales. Yes. But it's not a DLC. It's a standalone game to tide like us over because Spider-Man Two is going to be a couple of years away. Like, like Legacy, yeah, it's like yeah. Spider-Man one and a half. Yes. 
and it's going to take obviously the same games engine which was extremely successful and extremely good because they put a lot of time into that insomniac um and it's probably the i didn't think i would find a, a fighting game that was any you know that that style that was anywhere near on par with the arkham games no and it's right up there and especially when you think such such a, a fluid and complex character like spider-man with all the different things he can do and they managed to find a way to incorporate all of that and now they're going to do the same again with miles who's got some different different powers than than peter parker's got so he's got his venom blast and his invisibility it was a great looking trailer i'm I'm, i'll be nice to have a different set of you know skills and, and maybe throw you in there without having to do the quite so much building up to that that's the thing and it, that that's what the Arkham games do, isn't it? When you pick them yeah. up in Arkham City, you don't have to teach Batman how to suck eggs again. You yeah. just sort of reintroduce it. So presumably it'll be the same. It'll be a little refresher on how you do the basic web web sling and then the combat. But then you'll be introduced to the the Venom Blast and his his camouflage like invisibility thing. Yeah, I had a great time with with Spider Man. It looked amazing, as you said. I loved all the kind of nods to like. Um, Sanctum Sanctorum and uh, you know Stark Tower and all that kind of stuff in there was really really well done. I mean it, it brought New York really to life and they they nailed the. Um, oh, I, I saw a, a photo all. that some guy had had done. He lived in New York and he went and found his building on oh, the cool. um, on the game and he took you know you you had the in-game photos yeah and he took a picture of like Spider-Man on the side of his building looking yeah. down at this. Um, this building that was in the uh, like a gardens or a quadrangle yeah. and he's looking out of his window going yeah that's right down there and it's like you were saying about assassin's creed the the attention to detail was staggering because i've got a picture of um in venice of um some P- in some P- is it not some P- yeah some peter Saint square some mark square yeah yeah piazza san marco that's the one of the the main tower and I've got a picture of the tower and then a picture of oh, yeah. me in, you know, from the game and then me in yeah, real yeah. life. And the two of them are just staggering. And bear in mind how old that was. So, yeah, and you can imagine that this is going to be evolved even more now for for the I mean, Miles I think game. They'll learn a few lessons. Not that I didn't like the PS4 game. I just thought it was a little bit repetitive at times. I think it became a little bit... A bit Assassin's Creed 1-y. Catch a pigeon. and Yeah, that's what I compared it to. A bit of Assassin's Creed 1 where it's a lot just do the same things in a different location over, yeah. and over and over again. And I, and I liked it, but the boss battles got better as it went on and I think they found their groove a little bit. The storytelling was a little bit... And the boss battles were so different as well. Yeah. I loved yeah. the one with um, with Tombstone. Yes. That was absolutely brilliant because it was so different. Yeah, the other ones were a little bit what you'd expect, a little bit cut and paste, do you know what I mean? But some of the other, some of them would stand out a little bit better than others. So it, it's going to be interesting. Um, I, I think it's great. I think it's got a little bit to learn as they go, and I think we probably won't get a lot of it here, but we'll certainly get a lot of it in Spider-Man 2 when that obviously drops properly in a few years. And, and this will so. give us an idea, won't it, of how they're improving one and how they're sort of building yeah. towards two. Well, they've got two. the perfect mechanics, and they've got the perfect 
locations obviously they can map out and go to other places if they really want to but they'll probably keep it in new york in in the future but you know they've got it there so it's just about enhancing what they've got and telling different stories and, and i think and they've got such that. a huge library of yes. of characters to use both good and bad and the supporting characters they've got so much to draw from they yeah. they will not be starved of ideas will they far no, from it obviously got the films kicking around and everything else in the marvel and mcu so it, it's, it's a really, really good well. time for any kind of spider-man franchise yeah no it is and obviously spider-verse was a huge phenomenon do you know what i mean and obviously spider-verse 2 is a couple of years away but you know um it is in production now which is exciting um but you know miles was such a kind of kind of breakout character is obviously being and that's, ob- that's obviously what's yeah. what's triggered this is they've seen yeah. the reception to miles because the the character of Miles, I think he was only was it two thousand and eleven or something? He was he was first written by Brian Michael yeah. Bendis. So he's still a very, very juvenile character in terms of not his age, but you know, his comic age. I think they've got someone on board to write the story who writes some of the Black Panther comics as well, um, which is which is good. So they've got proper kind of comic book writers on board. It's not I Christopher think- Priest, is it? not sure who it is actually i just heard it mentioned but i can't remember who it is um you might be able to look it up but they've definitely got someone a decent comic book writer on the case which is great because i think it needs it needed a bit of work on the the, the story was a bit blocky i don't know it wasn't perfect on this version um the last version we had it was a little bit bloated in parts and yeah the cut scenes are a little bit long i mean insomniac are obviously extremely busy um we'll, we'll only briefly mention it i know we discussed it on our failed pod um but ratchet and clank is another insomniac game obviously people love it we neither of us really it's not our generation so we've not really played the ones before um but i was really impressed with the trailer i think the major thing about it was just to show how streamlined it was um obviously they're tied in with the whole multiverse thing and it's of the the trend and of the now but it was great just seeing the seamless going from one place to another without any load time i mean yeah it's insane i was reading something about that before and i forget which game it was it was either horizon or spider-man and they'd said that that's part of the architecture now is yeah that there is almost no loading time there's almost no downtime between cut scenes and levels and you know that even they've been amazed by how yeah. seamless the gameplay can be you know you don't have any of those horrible moments where you're outside you've been web slinging you go through a door and then you've got to sit there and wait 30 seconds and you kind of lose all your memento and yeah yeah it's it, it looks fantastic and that that's that's obviously by design isn't it like you've said just to show, look, this is what we're going to be able to do. And this yeah. is a little hint of the sort of gameplay experience that you can look forward to. Well, it's, it's just to say, look, yeah, this is it. You don't have to wait anymore. I mean, yeah. we, 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 we kind of talked about this in the past, but it is frustration in games. As you said, you're losing your momentum. So you get, like, even in the first Horizon game, there's a lot of, here's a big boss. Do you know what I mean? Like, here's a giant robot boss that you're going to battle in a minute. Now you've got to wait, Just wait. <laughs> 30 seconds. And you're like, Christ, because I'm not ready for this. Whereas when a cutscene ends, you want to be in your prone position. You want to be hour ready. You want to be, I don't know, there's something about that. If it's a hard battle, you need to be clued up and ready for it. So It just kind um, of takes you out the moment, doesn't it? Yeah. 
And especially with Spider-Man, because you'd be, especially when you were fast traveling across and you'd sit there for like 30, 45 seconds watching Peter sitting on the subway and you're thinking, right, well, I may as well go and have a pee now or I'll, you know, I'll go and put that pile of clothes away while I'm waiting. And it's, it just ruins the moment. Playing Red Dead, right. And I know Red Dead is meant to be played slowly. And I've been replaying it a little bit, and I know it's meant to be quite methodical, and you go from A to B on your horse, and it's got this amazing environments and scenery changes and the mountains and all that kind of stuff. But Christ, it takes a long time. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And, you know, a lot of games that just take that long time to process or long time to do this or that are great if you've got the time to play them like that. If you're not impatient like we are. Well, I just don't have the hours either. You know, I don't have an hour. If I can squeeze in a couple of missions in a, in a, in a chapter or whatever, in an hour, great. But if I'm riding across a, a plateau for 20 minutes at that, I'm only gonna, it's, there's not enough time for me to do that anymore. We're games of a slightly different generation now. We've got kids and whatnot. And until our kids grow up and, and whatnot, we're not going to have that time back, I don't think, to be able to do these things. So... You know, you've got to pick and choose what games you're going to play. You can't play them all. And, you know, you can't really sink in crazy amount of hours. So for me, those kind of games that pitch the campaign at just right. I mean, Horizon was just perfect for me. It was yeah. enough. To, every time I played it, I felt like I learned something new and developed a lot. Um, and I mean, for me, I think that was the most fun I had on any game in this generation. I, I loved God of War. Spider-Man was a, a whole lot of fun. Obviously, Red Dead we've talked about in the past, um, and I played The Last of Us and Uncharted and stuff like that. So I mean, some great games in this, but I think in terms of pure enjoyment, Horizon just tops it for me. I just was kind of taken aback by how good that game was, and I love that game, and I'm so excited to see what's going to come on this sequel. It was such a shot in the arm because we get so many games where it's hand-to-hand combat, and we get so many games where there's guns. There's not very many games that are out there that are using bow and arrow. No. And the way it had the the futuristic vibe, but in the past as well, it, it was, like you said, it was so different. It was so much fun to play. And I, I, I got a big kick out of it because I was, as a kid, I was always obsessed with dinosaurs. So I yeah. used to get a massive kick out of seeing all the different dinosaurs and you know the the different approach like if you see a dinosaur do you try and sneak past it so you don't kick something yeah. off or do you just wade into it all arrows well, blazing and trying whatever in, do you know what i mean not until you kind of strengthened up as it went along because you just get battered but obviously when you could kind of mind control them or whatever the equivalent was do you know what i mean you could you, that the best one will sense. always be the big t-rex looking motherfucker yeah where he's got the disc launchers on his back and Oh, that yeah, thing, and it uh, takes a good five minutes to beat it because you've got to slowly just chip away at it. That's just so fun on a bond. That. that though, like so many different, you had to use your thought process and how you're going to tackle each one. Do you know what I mean? You had to really be quite methodical about. Yeah, there was no, no, even even the little wiener ones. You know, the little one-eyed guys, the the little yeah. raptors. You I still had so. to be tactical with them because you had to shoot them in the eye. Every, yeah. Like you say, and every single one you had to be tactical, but it was different for everyone with your yeah. freeze arrows or your fire arrows. And... The pterodactyls always coming in as well for all angles. Do you know what I mean? Those giant boys and it's like, Jesus. And then you've got to time. use the trip caster for them and uh, tie yeah. them down. It, it's, really I, I cannot wait for 
um, for the second game. I mean, obviously that's the, that's the one game we haven't talked about yet by no, 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 saving the best for last. Yeah. And the big I, thing that gave me a kick was seeing seeing Aloy riding in front of the Golden Gate Bridge because San Francisco is my favourite city in the whole world. So I, I'm going to get a huge kick out I'm of seeing all these landmarks. Really pleased that they decided to up location and change it. You, you still yeah. the trailer saw that it's going to be mountains, obviously. You know, the Rockies or whatever they want to pitch it out around that area of the states, and and you know, they're obviously going to be San Francisco, and there's going to be a lot of underwater stuff, which is going to be that. Awesome. That's the huge new thing, isn't it? And I love the fact that they're not just reinventing the wheel; they've gone right. We need something different. Let's get us swimming. It easily could have just produced another game that would have sold ten million copies. Yeah, just almost an identical game in a slightly different. You know, a sequel, like an Assassin's Creed in a sense. If they just moved location, put a couple of different dinosaurs in and obviously a different story, it still would have made 10 million copies, like you've said. Yeah. But to to go to that that level of... Because now they've opened up, they've just doubled or tripled the size of the world because now there's going to be huge, vast expanses of underwater to explore, isn't there? And obviously there will now be underwater dinosaurs and all the threats that go with it. Yeah, it's oh, you saw that giant snapping turtle in the trailer that just yeah. came out of the ground. It's like that's wicked, you know, and it just looks perfectly. It just I want perfect. a robotic megalodon, you know, those ones <laughs> that where it makes a shark look like a goldfish. Oh man, give me a robot megalodon or be, give me it's death. Be all that kind of stuff. I mean, the good thing with that, they just had a limitless imagination because you know they've got all these dinosaurs or whatever they want to pitch it, and they just go right, we're just going to do all these. And they had that great moment at the end of the trailer where it's obviously there's people controlling these these robots a lot more now. So you had like the, the yeah, so all, all that technology rips, from the uh, uh, from the, the sphere with the, the woolly mammoth, you know, the giant kind of. Oh mammoth. my god, that looks so cool! And it's just like this is great, man, because there's so much potential there, you know, to expand upon. The original game was a really chunky playthrough, but like all really rewarding. I think when you're roaming around on that game, it didn't feel long. Do you know what I mean? Like I think there was enough. There was always things in your way, or there was always things to collect or explore. It didn't feel boring. like like you were saying about Red Dead. It didn't feel like you were going somewhere just for the sake of it. Yeah, it didn't feel like that, and I, and I think for me. I need that in a game most of the time. You know, don't get me wrong. Red Dead's amazing. The world they've designed and built, and you can just go off and go hunting and fishing and feel like you're away from it. You know, and that's amazing thing to to build, and that's like perfection. That's what they've gone for. I kind of just want entertainment at times. I just want pure fun gameplay, entertainment, and and something that is challenging because you could die quite a lot to those big robots if you take them on head first. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It wasn't easy. Um, the last game I knew, I I played that had that level of of terror was Skyrim because Skyrim was like that at the beginning. You would have to go so carefully when you were traveling because you didn't want to yeah. come across a giant or God forbid a dragon or any of the Daedric knights or anything until you were a really really high level because you would just get absolutely destroyed. Yeah, and that that's what what this was like that like we were saying about the the t-rex or the big the fire spitters and things like that if until you're a certain level you cannot touch them but then that makes its own little engine changes anyway because then you've got to completely change your way of playing 
to make sure that you're doing it right. Wouldn't you? You'd have to root around the mountain just to try and find a way past something. Yeah, like if you knew there was a camp of those big, the uh, the there was there was that one one frozen lake right up in the north of the map where you had all the um, the flying birds, and if one of them saw you, it'd call in three, four, five others. And at the beginning, when the first time I went up there, I would always, exactly as you've said, instead of going across the lake, I used to have to go right the way up and across the mountain and take ages. But it was the only way to do it without getting absolutely battered and depleting all of my good arrows. I don't know how long the playthrough is, but I kind of really want to commit to playing that first game again. Did you get the DLC for it as well, the Frozen Wild? Yeah, I I did the DLC um, quite a while ago, actually. Yeah, I thought it was great, the DLC, actually. So did I, because I hadn't played it for a a long time. It had been months. You sat on it for a lot longer than I did, actually. Yeah, I think you sat on it for ages. When when the DLC came out, I was playing another game, and it just kind of went to the bottom of my list. Yeah. So it was a good, I'm sure it was about six to nine months after it came out that I played it. Oh, so I'd completely awesome, forgotten yeah. the game. So I spent about the first it took a maybe five, it, five, six yeah. hours. I was just literally running around, relearning how to kill them, relearning all the different techniques and how to use the, the scanner to find the weak points. Yeah, it just looks, I mean, the new one just looks perfect obviously roaming around on the uh, on the kind of horse bull type creature which is awesome um i just think it looks i can't remember how you got around on the first game before you got hold of that you just had to run yeah jesus you you were right you were running and sometimes if you were going like high to low there might be zip wires and things like that yeah 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 but it was a lot of running was a lot but it it was only once you start once you were able to um to control them yeah yeah, It'd be yeah, good if you were able to change your ride so you could like you could call a bloody triceratops or something. That'd be well, great. I think there's I think they'll do stuff like that. I think there'll be a lot more of that. Because think... as we said before, because you're not starting from scratch, Aloy's got years and years of of experience and the technology that she's been using will have evolved and, and we've already seen that it's spread, so now other people there's whole clans of people that are able to control them. So what's well, you the can next tell... Gorilla have got just a massive amount of imagination because the imagination that's gone into that game, it was just pitched perfectly. I mean, I didn't do it before you saying obviously massive into dinosaurs, but you're also into kind of mythology, aren't you? So yeah. for you, that's like the perfect pitched game. Oh, God, yeah. Quite, um, you know, God of War with all the Norse mythology, but it's really well pitched. I think the story was a little bit lacking in parts. It was a little bit easy play by play, you know, it, it pretty it, what you'd expect. Do you know what I mean? Like, Mankind screwed up, mankind wiped itself out. Bit of a yeah. trope. It was a bit of a tropey kind of thing. It would, I mean, I said it wouldn't make for a good film or TV show, but you could really make a better story and it would be an amazing looking thing if they decided to. Oh, right good out God. That yeah. When they announced that they were doing the, you know, they've got all these TVs and films coming from Sony Studios, if they even get something like that half right, yeah, it's just going to be unreal. It is. Yeah, it is. I think there's enough there in these games now that really translate quite well. You know, a God of War um, TV show or film would just be amazing. And there's massive capacity to get that right. There's also a lot of capacity to get that horribly wrong. Yeah. Um, And cast like the rock or someone and just not pitch it right. You know what I mean? I like the rock, but do you know what I mean? It it wouldn't work. Um, Or Batista, which again, I don't think could work. I know we can that but i just don't quite see it um 
I'm hoping they get that right at some point and go go kind of crazy with it. But there is a lot of capacity to get these things across, and that's what Sony's going to be working on in the future. It's not just the gaming; it's the multi-fronted stuff, isn't it? It's it's the yeah. games and the films and everything TV. Um, gaming's obviously become the forefront industry, and the PlayStation is is the leading. You know, it's the leading brand. It's, it is, and and a lot of producers. Obviously, it's a big risk just developing for one console. A lot of these games that we're seeing in the future are just obviously going to be multi-platform and come across all, all, all things to try and get the sales in there. Um, but a lot of exclusives are now coming out on the, on the PlayStation because I think most of these studios know that it'll sell a lot of copies and a lot of people are going to buy their games. You know? Yeah. So there we go. So there's our, our brief <laughs> catch-up on the, the PS5 reveal. Uh, thanks for bearing with us if you've managed to stick through the whole like hour and 20 minutes. And yeah, we will come back in the future and talk about Xbox and kind of talk about both of them combined, which would be a big podcast in itself. But, you know, we haven't talked about gaming all that much lately. So You have to, you have you? to sort of excuse us and allow us a little bit of a... Uh, excited fanboyish moment yes so but by all means this this is a really good uh, a good avenue for uh collaborating on it so if you want to come to us and let us know especially the you know the games that you're most interested for any any concerns you've got over it um just anything along those lines really it's you know let's start a conversation you know where we are on twitter Exactly, and do keep recommending us, and we will kind of keep delivering more regular podcasts. There's a lot more pop culture stuff kind of on the way in the summer because it's been quite barren, to be honest. So yeah. we'll kind of keep coming back to you. We will do a Last of Us pod, but we might try and squeeze something else in in between that. So well, um, if you if you hurry up and watch Transformers, okay, we can do the Transformers and Mad Max, Mad Fury, Max Fury Road. Seeing as I've watched both of them, I know. Finally Letting the side down. Mad Max. I know it's been it's been a bit shit for me nagging you for all these years. Maybe I'm just being stubborn. As, as, as <laughs> oh, the irony! <laughs> um, right. Uh, thanks very much for tuning in, and we'll be back with you in a few weeks' time. <laughs>